Yep, I got one. Oh, whoa, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good fish. You're listening to the Buckeye Kayak Fishing Trail Podcast. Oh, my goodness. What is going on? What is going on? Greg, how are you? I'm, I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good. I can't believe we're here. We've been like off season. We've been talking about doing these podcasts and getting on here and doing this. And then we're finally ready for the Strictly Sail Buckeye Kayak Fishing Trail Tour Series event number uno. That's one. That's Spanish for one. 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 Cannot wait. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Cowan and Acton, April 23rd and 24th. Like I said, presented by Strictly Sail and Kayak. And Greg and I are here to tell you guys all about it. But how's it going, Greg? It's good, man. It's good. Finally got out on the water this past couple of weeks. I see a lot of folks have. A lot of guys are out there enjoying the spring and Everybody, I feel like, is full of confidence and ready to go hit this tournament this weekend with full force. Yeah, I like that you said everyone because today we're recording this on April the 18th, and it snowed today. <laughs> did you get snow? Yeah, we did. I got snow. It didn't snow this morning. I got to work, and I looked out, and all the cars were covered. I mean, not a lot, but enough to kind of irritate you a little bit. Yeah, and, um, you know... But you're not you're not wrong with with the spring and everyone looking forward to the spring, because um, obviously with the snow this was a cold front that came through. So yesterday and the day before it wasn't too bad. It was like good fishing weather. It was. It, we went out yesterday. Um, it was comfortable, but there was a lot of wind, you know. So it kind of made it a little cooler. But I don't mind that. The kind of the nastier the conditions, the the better I like it. Uh, but it's we've got some really nice weather coming this weekend. I think everybody's looking forward to it. Yeah, for sure. And like I said, that's um, the 23rd and 24th tour series number one. And before we kind of dive in and talk about more of the event and all that, I wanted to just start with that this is a two-day event with two different lakes, and you have to fish a different lake both days, right? Right. And I... Honestly, I, I think this is the, the best possible scenario for everybody because everybody's going to have to make a change from day one to day two, regardless of where they go. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's different. Um, I'm sure we're going to have some anglers that love it. Absolutely. Some that don't love it. I, I bet you, um, if you take home a trophy from this event, you're probably going to be like, Oh yeah, that, that format was pretty good. I liked it. And if you're in the lead after day one and don't take home a trophy, you're going to hate it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so we're doing, we're doing a thing. Uh, Like we said, two day, you have to fish a different lake both days. So Cowan and Acton, you guys got that? The GPS will be turned on. Your location services will be turned on, on your phone. And Tourney X will be looking at that, the, the, uh, the judge will know if you if you messed it up, you will get DQ'd. So this is fun, man. We're trying to do something that's that's fun. But what I was saying with the trophies, we have those new catch trophies. Oh, those are amazing. I saw saw a little preview of what we're gonna be looking at this year. We got 
I saw green, red, and blue look like little bitty catch boards. I say little, but they're stout trophies. It's definitely a, it's definitely an upgrade. Yeah, it's going to be tough to, um, because uh, you and I are going to be doing the uh, the weigh-ins, and we're going to be handing out those trophies. That's going to be hard to hand out to to have one of those and then hand them out. Well, I mean, maybe maybe we get lucky, go out and earn one. It won't be so hard, but yes, to hand those oh. those beautiful trophies, especially if we have to hand them all out all season long, I might have to reevaluate my priorities in life. I know, right? I am. <laughs> it reminds me of. Um, I went down, and I, I promise we're going to get into this event here in a minute, but it reminds me of when I went down to Possum Kingdom, and I know I've told you the story already, but when we did the board check-in at the Bassmaster Classic, not, not this past year because I didn't qualify, but the year before in Texas, we had to do the board check-in, and they had the trophy, the champion trophy. Mark Pendergraf won it from uh, Old Town, and yeah. he... Um, well, before he won it, the trophy was sitting there at the board check-in, and I went by it, and I, I, I kind of have the same feeling towards these trophies because I, I, I bent down, and I took a selfie with the Bassmaster Champion trophy, and then, and then there was a judge right there, and he looked at me, and he just kind of gave me a look. I was like, yeah, I'm sure I'm not the first one to do that. And he yeah. goes, yeah, yeah, actually you are. Say, hey, you know, you have, some so, people have to visualize it. That's just that's how it works. That's right. But you can't touch it. That's the rule. You cannot I didn't, touch nope. it until you earn it. Nope. I got a, I got a selfie. I also uh, took a couple of selfies with Brian Coyne. I met him down there. He's a good guy. He's a hammer. Yeah, he is. He's a really good guy, and he's, he's a hammer. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll, uh, we'll jump in. And by the way, man, I, I know we got some new microphones and all that, and I just want to let you know that your... Your audio sounds really good. I know you have some things going on in the background. You got some kids and you got people running around or whatever. Um, but your audio sounds really good. None of Thank that you. is distracting to me at all. Oh, it, almo- it almost Thanks. adds like a little bit of ambiance to the, like, what's, like, I feel like I want to go, what's going on at Greg's? It's oh. not distracting. It's like, <laughs> it's kind of, it's making me curious. So, so yeah, don't, <laughs> I wouldn't worry about. the life, life of a family, man. Yeah. It's always something going on. Now, now if I hear a dog start barking, I'm going to have to mute you. I'm going to mute myself and okay. go ahead and finish the dog off if that happens. <laughs> well, all right. We've, we've already talked about the date. We've already talked about the biggest rule change. Uh, tell me a little bit about the, um, the 3 o'clock thing, right? It's, it's like 2.50. It's getting close to the end of the tournament. And I'm, I'm trying to catch that last big monster. So the biggest key is you have to have that picture taken by 2.59 and 59 seconds. Three o'clock and zero seconds, it's over and it does not count. So I, I think a lot of guys, you got to kind of think about that. And I know guys have have this routine about catching them and maybe putting them on fish grips and letting them calm down. You know, and you got to think of, you know, your service and how long that takes. You got to get them in, get them on the board and get them posted because it, we actually, there was a situation, I believe it was a KBF event where someone uploaded a fish at after three o'clock, it was like three o'clock and 30 seconds or something. And, and he voluntarily withdrew, but you know, that fish was late and just like this two fifty nine and 59 seconds, they've got to be in. Yeah. Well, well, you have to take the photo. Be taken, excuse me. They yeah. Be taken. Yeah, but that, that that story you said that did happen, um, but we've um, by 
popular, I was going to say popular demand. No, by demand, we've moved the uh, submission to 30 minutes after lines out. So in this tournament, the tournament ends at three o'clock. So you got that fish at 259.59. Congratulations, that fish counts. You no longer have less than a tenth of a second to upload your fish. Now you get 30 minutes extra. So you can upload your fish for an extra 30 minutes. Um, and it, it's, not for, it's not for sandbaggers. It's not for people that... Um, it, it's, it's, it's intended for that person that caught a fish at the, at the end of the tournament. And you know what? To your point, if, if you have like a minute, two minutes to get a picture of this fish, how are you, you, know, how are you potentially treating that fish? True. Yeah. So I, I like I like this. It allows the angler to slow it down, get a good photo of it, and not worry about the submission part uh, right away. So yeah, that's a new rule. And you know, huge shout out to Melissa Keg who fishes BKFT. She brought it up in one of the um, in one of the online. Uh, it was on Facebook. I was gonna say forums, like like there's some secret online forum that nobody knows about. She yeah. brought it up on Facebook. And, and then the rule was actually um, added to the to BKFT, so BuckeyeKayakFishingTrail.com. And I know, Greg, we've talked about this before, or at least I have. Please don't take everything we say as absolute. Uh, th- what we're saying now is true for this event, but BuckeyeKayakFishingTrail.com has all the rules that you're going to need to keep you going through the season. Right? That's right. She should be your number one source of information. Yeah. And then uh, what do you know about, cause this doesn't come up a ton, but what do you know about the catch boards? It's kind of old news, but let's talk about that. The new, our trophies? Oh, oh, no, I do love the trophies. No, like the measuring board. So what if I have one of the old hog troughs? Can I, can I use oh, that? I understand. I got you. Yeah, those are no longer valid. You have to have a catch board. Um, they have actually a couple different styles. I think one's called a catch carbonate. I believe that's the yellow one. And then they have the catch. They're like powder coated ones. That's what a lot of guys are getting. Um, I have one. Those boards are incredible. Um, it just, I think it's, it's a way to be universal across all, all different divisions that you fish in, because I think almost everyone has adopted that. And, uh, you know, I love them. It's definitely an investment. So when you get one, I'd highly recommend getting you a, a leash on there so you don't drop it because that thing is like a rock and will go right to the bottom of the lake. Yeah, I even have a catch carbonate that is at the bottom of a lake because I thought, well, it'll float a little bit. It's not like the, the catch X, which is aluminum, or the metal one, the original catch board. I was like, this catch carbonate, this is like plastic. Um, but I had a catch, uh, an ID holder on it. And it was just enough metal to make it sink. So put a leash on your catch board for sure. All right. What else do we... Oh, identifiers. So identifiers will be released the night before the event. And there's something cool about the identifiers, right? Yeah, it's... uh one that released at 9 p.m. the night before and each day is going to have its own identifier so on friday night at 9 p.m. the identifier for saturday will be released and you'll you'll take pictures of your fish with that identifier exposed and then saturday night 9 p.m. the identifier for sunday will be released very important guys make sure 
you use the correct identifier on Sunday. There've been tournaments in the past where certain folks didn't switch the identifiers. They caught fish and turned out those fish were DQ'd because they had the wrong identifier. So it's just really important. You know, it's just kind of one of those things, set an alarm on your phone if you have to. It's just, that's a mistake that I don't want to see anybody make. Yeah. And, you know, part of the the smaller trails like this, and I know uh, BKFT is, we, we get more and more anglers for these bigger events all the time, but it's still like a, a place where you can come and start out for, you know, tournament angling. And when you think about the big national trails, a lot of those are two-day events and they have two different identifiers and you just, you can't do it. Um, I think it even happened. It doesn't matter how, how big of a name you are, how experienced you are. I think, I don't want to say the name, but I think, I think I remember this year it happened where an angler accidentally used day two for day one, where they actually gave them out at the same time, but we're not going to do that. We're going to give you, we're going to give you day two, uh, that night of day one. So there's not going to be an issue there. But I guess on day two, you could accidentally use your, your identifier from day one. So if you print it, you know, you, you pulled it up on a computer at home, you printed it, you, you maybe you laminated it, you put it in a little Ziploc baggie or whatever you did. Um, that, that's one way to do it. You print out the official BKFT identifier. You cannot write it on your hand, have some kind of electronic image or do something like that. You cannot do those things. You can only have the printed identifier or... The Blue Fox identifier. So if you go on bluefoxgifts.com, they already have the BKFT. We're not making any money. They're just a small company that's doing something pretty cool. And then, Greg, you said you recently got one in the mail, right? I did. Actually, I got one. It was last Friday, and I took it out Sunday. Um, attached it up. I, it's It sits real nice. It's really easy to read, really easy to clean. Um, it is kind of one of those where you got to be careful when you're, when you're using it because it, it will come off. You know, me, I didn't exactly connect it the best the first time and I knocked it off, but I've got it secured on there now. And, you know, I think I may carry paper identifiers just as a backup, but I'm looking forward to using it all year. It's just clean and it's organized and I, I kind of like it a lot. Yeah, I completely agree. I want to talk a little bit about some of the new rules on taking photos of your fish. And then I want to talk about lines in lines in and lines out on, on both days. But before we do that, I kind of want to take a break. Do you know what I want to, you know what I want to introduce here? I'm guessing, I don't know. Maybe we should talk about strictly sale, our sponsors. I think so. So we had, um, what I want to do is get Brian Tacey on here to talk about strictly sale and kayak. Um, no, he told me to uh, call his dad. So, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Brian. I'm not kidding. But Steve Tacey is funny. He's a funny dude. I wish I had recorded more. I wish I had kept recording after I did this little promo. But um, Steve, is a, he's a funny guy, and he's, he's pretty cool. We talked about where did uh, Strictly Sail, where they start, like how they start, how they get started. Um, we talked a little bit about that, and we just want to give them a minute. So Steve Tacey was pretty cool. So... And uh, we'll be right back. I don't think Brian listens, so you can say whatever you want about him. Yeah, well, I know he doesn't listen, but I, you know, it really goes in, goes out the other, but he's too big. I can't do anything about it anymore. Oh, yeah. And then Tyler's probably nearby, so don't, you can't talk about him. 
Well, yeah. He, he's my bodyguard, so I have to be nicer to him. <laughs> I even wore the hat. Look, I wore the hat. You know, I like that. I wear the, hey, Tyler, where the hell's my strictly sale hat? Well, listen. Uh, Ask me anything you want. I've got uh, I've got something to say about everything. It may not be right, but it's it's coming out anyway. Well, um, you know, first I just want to say thank you, Steve, for agreeing to come on here and everything. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Yeah, you. Uh, it's a uh, we're recording this on a Wednesday, and I know on the website, you know, it, it says you guys are open. Monday through Saturday from nine to five, and this is like seven o'clock. So you're you worked all day today. Well, I had to set the alarm to get up at six for this because usually I go to bed at right at five thirty. Yes, <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, um, why don't? Because I don't know that I, I've bought I've bought two kayaks personally from Strictly Sale, going all the way back to uh, I bought the twenty twenty PA fourteen three sixty when it first came out. I bought it like a month before COVID. Um, and I, I was kind of thinking, oops, maybe I should have left that money in my savings, but I'm sure you guys are happy. I bought it. Um, and then I used it a lot that season because, you know, being outside and being by yourself in the kayak worked out. And then I bought a, I bought a compass recently, but that's my experience. It only goes back to 2020. What I want to know is, and you can start wherever you want with this, but where, where did it all begin with strictly sale? It began back in 1978. Uh, we uh, put the shop up out there. We sold sailboat accessories and did fiberglass repair. Started up in 78, March of 78. And we did that for uh, just a few months. We picked up Hobie Cat, which at the time, Hobie Cat only made sailboats. They've been making sailboats for since uh, 20 years before that. They made the Hobie 14 sailboat, Hobie 16 and whatnot. So we picked up Hobie Cat sailboats back in 78 as well. And then we picked up a few other uh, uh, sailboat manufacturers. I think we picked up O'Day in 1980 and then a few others along the way uh, for that matter. Uh, been selling sailboats since 1978. We started there. We used to be called Blue Edge Boat Service. Then we found out that we only were selling sailboats. We changed the name in like 1981 to Strictly Sail. And uh, we kind of evolved from there. We've been selling sailboats since then and continue to do so. But the, the kayak deal, uh, Hobie, came, Hobie got, came out with the uh, Mirage Drive, I think it's 97 or so. And the little Mirage Drives, first one of those I saw, I looked at that little sucker and I thought like, wow, yeah, right, this is, this is not going to work. And uh, we threw a kayak in over at Brookville Lake where we had a sailboat, and pedaled around out there and I thought, wow, this is really cool. These little, little fins really get up and really, really work well. And that was 97 and we just kind of evolved from there. Um, we sell a whole bunch of Hobie kayaks anymore. Uh, we handle the Hobies. We picked up Old Town a couple of years ago. You know, feel free, three waters. Uh, so we've got a lot of kayaks, but kayaks and kayak fishing in the past, I don't know, seven years it's just evolved to be big time there's so many different tournaments that people can go through we've got many many people on our fishing team uh, the strictly sail and kayak fishing team and it goes back to we started off strictly sail incorporated as our official name but we were selling so many uh, kayaks these past few years we actually have changed the name strictly sail and kayak 
to do what we're doing more of than anything. Uh, seems like I just keep buying trailers. We got a bunch of 48 foot trailers full of kayaks and our sales director slash Brian Tacey, which should be doing this <laughs> rather than the old guy right here. Uh, he keeps getting these kayaks in and we keep storing them and everything else because last year and the year before we could not get enough kayaks. All these manufacturers are, uh, they can't supply enough of them right now for demand. They had the COVID come out and everybody started getting something to do. And uh, the whole supply system is all screwed up. So parts and availability for all these kayak parts. So we were getting a bunch of Hobie hauls in, but we went, it took two months literally to get the seats and the drives in last fall. Uh, so they've been trickling in and uh, uh, it's been good. And right now I, I told Brian, I said, I'd rather have the kayaks in stock than not. So we ordered heavily last fall. You never know what's going to happen, but I think, I think we've got, we probably got 400 kayaks in stock right now between the Hobies, uh, the Old Town, feel free. And we got kayaks anywhere from the Bogan 10s uh, to 769, going all the way up to the Cadillac version of some of the Old Towns, the Hobies, the 360s are out there. Uh, so we got kayaks for everybody in the, whatever budget that anybody's looking for. Uh, we've got them. Yeah. And then uh, something else I like about uh, Strictly Sales when you go down there, you have a lot of them on display in front of the shop. So it's not just looking at it in a uh, brochure or watching a YouTube video. You can go down there and actually see them. And then is there any, do you guys offer anything where someone can actually take one of them out somewhere close? We haven't had the option to do that for a couple of years now. Uh, we may be starting back up with that, but quite frankly, we've been selling everything that we can get our hands off and just don't have time to do that. We're, we don't have a pond or someplace to float these locally. We're real, real, real close. Uh, we've done some at Sharon Woods. I understand they're going to be letting the water out of Sharon Woods. I think this year, they're supposed to do it last year, drain it and then dredge it out again. But uh, for the most part, the demo's not too much. No. Okay. And then uh, the other thing I noticed on the website, it says that you guys will ship to you know anywhere east of the Mississippi, the Midwest, um, I assume the, you know, the person that buys it would pay extra shipping, but if they can't find a kayak, that's, that's pretty cool that you guys offer that as well. We ship kayaks all over the country. We try and at least I tell Brian that, uh, let's try and do it, uh, anything east of Mississippi. We've got them out as far as Seattle and Washington and some in California, but quite frankly, we don't like trying to get them out there because it's our shippers don't like going out there. We do not ship by, uh, the big truck lines and whatnot. We got the little guys and uh, the other guys, the big truck lines, they like to uh, move them around in the terminals, like spear them with a forklift and put them in. So you end up with big gashes in there. We had a load of old towns came in, they shipped by common carrier and uh, same deal, forklift went right, right through them. So uh, we don't use those guys. We use the little guys that uh, get them there in one piece, but we ship a lot of kayaks all over the US. Uh, we try and stay east of Mississippi and uh, we sold a number of them. And so a lot of people can't get them. And we were fortunate enough to be in a position that we could order a whole bunch of kayaks and we have them in stock. And it's like you say, when you go there, we get people coming in, they come in and say, wow, you guys got a lot of kayaks sitting out here. We probably got, we probably got 30 kayaks just on display right out in front of the shop right there. And uh, so people can see them. And, you know, it's one thing to look at a brochure but it's something else it's in side by side to look and see what the differences are between them 
Yeah, I mean, you guys deal with it on a daily basis, but if if someone says, you know, a kayak is 33 and a half inches wide or 34 and another one's 36 or 38, you really have to see it. I mean, my PA, I can tell someone the the how wide it is, but you know, I I don't even bother. I say I can stand up in it and and turn around. I can walk forward and turn around and walk back while I'm, you know, while I'm fishing I, for my size and everything. Um I really think there's also something to, um, yeah, sure you can ship them, but I mean, if someone could drive five, six, seven hours to, to, to blue ash, cause you know, that's in Cincinnati, um, Southern Ohio. So, I mean, it's anywhere in Ohio, Kentucky, Indiana. I mean, you know, five, six hours is a really a big area and to be able to buy from a company like strictly sale and kayak or strictly sale Inc. You can find them strictly Um, you know, t- talk to me about, cause I've had a really good experience, but just dealing with every single person with your company, you don't just buy a kayak like you would at a big box and then go, and then you have your receipt or you have the manufacturer warranty and you're kind of stuck with that. You're really buying into a company and you're buying into like a long relationship with everyone at the shop. So talk to me how you guys kind of, I mean, it, has it always been like from, from the beginning where you guys have had those kind of relationships with your, with your customers, or is that something that evolved over time? Well, it's a family business. Uh, the whole family's involved with it. Uh, my wife, Jane Marie Tacey, she's at the shop. She's doing orders and whatnot, which brings me to any parts order. We're, we're a big time Hobie dealer and kayak dealer. One of the biggest in the U S anymore. We ship parts all over the U S as well. Uh, we do the kayak shipping and we do all the parts. We've probably got, quarter million dollars worth of uh, kayak parts hanging on the walls. People come in and they, they say, wow, you guys got a lot of stuff. I said, yeah, I know. <laughs> my, my kids order it and I pay for it. So we, we try and keep everything in stock and we do a pretty good job with it. There are supply issues, a lot of things you just can't get right now. I know some of the batteries, the uh, lithium ion batteries, I told Brian, I said, well, it looks like we're getting down on those. And he called one of the suppliers. He said, yeah, it's stuck in that container ship up there on the Chesapeake right now. The one's been grounded for a month out there. So there's always issues out that. But uh, we keep a good supply of uh, parts and we ship all over uh, the U.S. for parts and whatnot. Uh, and we do have people drive. I mean, we saw a lot of the Michigan people drive Alabama. Uh, to come get them because they can we we've got the kayaks in stock and uh, we sell a lot of them we buy them at the right price and uh, so you know it's it's like anything uh, supply and demand and they can look at them compare them and uh, go from there you can put the torpedo motors on them uh we got the other little kind of a takeoff of the uh, torpedo motors that you get which is about a thousand bucks anymore which you know, depends what you're looking for a lot of these tournament guys some the Hobie Bass Open, you can't use a motor, but the, most of the others, you can use a motor with them. A lot of the kayak guys are using the electric motors to get to the destination, go fishing, because uh, some of these places where they go, I mean, as, it's, as you know, uh, you can cover a lot of territory with electric motor and whatever there. Yeah. Uh, they get there and go for, go for that. So, yeah, there's definitely. There's a lot of money in, uh, in kayak fishing anymore. A few years ago, uh, Kurt Smith, who's on our, our fishing team, he, he 2017, he won the uh, uh, Torquedo had something. He won like $40,500 on that one right there. So there's some big money in kayak fishing anymore. And uh, it doesn't take 
anybody can win one of these at any point in time. Tyler actually won one years ago at uh, Cape Run. And uh, I thought he was kidding. He and Brian were coming back. And I was leaving the neighborhood. And said, Pops, come back here. Come back here. And guess what? What? <laughs> Tyler, Tyler won the Cape Run deal. I said, really? Yeah. And, and to top it off, he got the big bass. I said, wow. And uh, I'm not sure he's been fishing ever since. But I rip on him because they don't go fishing. Enough. <laughs> the the, the uh, Bo's been, Brian has been to a, a few different ones. And uh, Tyler, actually, I think he got seventh in one of the Hoobie Bass Opens a few years ago as well. So he he likes fishing. He, he kind of enjoys the saltwater fishing a little bit more, I think. you got to be dedicated for the bass fishing. You guys go out there and knock your socks off for all day and I watched some of these videos where some of these guys are breaking ice to go get their kayak in there it's Grimsley was uh, on YouTube or someplace Facebook or something sleeting on him just a few days ago yeah Melissa's out there she's she went out when it was like 20 degrees that one cold day not long ago so I mean I, I just shake my head I I get cold if it's not if it's 60 degrees out, I gotta put a sweater on at my old age so yep I, I saw um <laughs> Melissa was out there. She had ice, uh, ice in the, in the eyes of her rod. She took some cool yeah. pictures of those. And then uh, Grimsley was out there. You guys, uh, CKF, the Cincinnati Kayak Fishing League, which is on Sundays through the year. Um, I know Grimsley went out to one of those. You guys had that snowball tournament or whatever. He dressed up like the Grinch. <laughs> oh, yeah. that, was, that was classic. I thought he photoshopped that, but uh, that was so perfect. That was, <laughs> it's, it's perfect. Yeah. You guys got a you got a great team, and you you mentioned some of them. I don't know all the guys on the team, um, and girls. M Melissa's on the team. I don't know all of them, but um, uh, Skidmore, uh, Tarek Walker is on your team. He's a great guy. Um, I was able to meet Sean Boggs at the uh, at the fishing expo. So yeah, you guys got you have a great team and um, a lot of knowledge. Uh, like you said, the parts. The one thing when when you were going through kind of the how many parts you guys have in your store. I know that if you use the messenger feature to chat with someone from the store, if you explain what the issue is and you have photos and you have a good explanation, one of my favorite things is that they won't let you buy the wrong part. If, if you do get the wrong part, they'll swap it out and it's not a huge deal. But there's something about getting the right part because sometimes, like you said, we're going to a tournament and maybe a, a national tournament. Kurt Smith's, you know, he might be on his way out of town and he's leaving in the morning and something breaks you know, the day before or whatever. And, and you guys have the parts and it's not like you can order something from, from wherever else and then wait, you know, two weeks for shipping. You know, it's kind of cool to be able to go down there and get it from you guys. Right. And like I said, we do have a good inventory of parts and whatnot. And it's all the fishing members, we've got a bunch of fishing team members. New canoe is another one that we do handle as well. We've got Nick out there and the team uh, doing a good job for us and a bunch of others. And, uh, it's, it's, it all goes, these guys go to these tournaments and they talk fish. We had a meet and greet just last Saturday, terrible weather, but we had a bunch of our fishing team guys sitting there. They had their kayaks all rigged up showing what they do. And everybody talks about it and whatnot. There was sleeting and hailing and snowing and just miserable, but <laughs> you guys seem to have a good time no matter what you do. And I'm sitting there huddling with my big jacket on. We fried up a few burgers and hot dogs and weenies and stuff. And you know, I'm, I'm staying warm by the grill over there. And these guys are over there having a good time just shooting the breeze and talking, talking fishing. Well, man, listen, I really appreciate it. And you guys, I, I would have said this, um, we're going to put this segment kind of in the middle of our preview 
for the event that we have coming up April 23rd, 24th. It's the Buckeye Kayak Fishing Trail uh, first event of the season, and it's sponsored by Strictly Sail. But also wanted to bring up that you guys are the main sponsor for our trail. So a lot of times you'll hear me say, people that listen to the podcast or watch YouTube hear me say Strictly Sales, Buckeye Kayak Fishing Trail. So I want to thank you for, you know, everyone on the committee, everyone, all of our anglers, everyone that comes out. Without sponsors, we definitely wouldn't be able to do this. Um, we just, we love doing it. We love the community of it. We love the camping, like you said, the burgers and the all of that, and huddled around freezing together and talking fishing. And, you know, most of us lying about our stories. Skidmore's telling the truth with most of his. Everyone yeah. else, he's lying to. Yeah. Dang it. Well, I really appreciate it. Um, that's my way of saying uh, thank you. Um, I love the, the partnership, and I'm really excited for this two-day event. Well, uh, thank you guys as well, because obviously if there weren't fishermen, we wouldn't be here. So you guys are keeping up some business as well. So uh, right back at you, and hopefully we're going to start doing some more seminars. We used to uh, have a couple seminars throughout there. And, uh, it seems like everybody liked to meet and greet. We're probably going to do that at least once, once again uh, sometime this year. But uh, some seminars coming up and a little more time, everything get back to normal here, and uh, we'll go from there. But I appreciate what you guys do, and uh, we're glad to sponsor it and uh, keep you guys out there fishing so I can make fun of how miserable you look sometime when it's raining cats and dogs out there and i'm sitting there on my couch uh, being a lazy butt and uh, enjoying watching you guys have fun well you know you have like 30 kayaks in front of your shop you can you can take one out come out to one of the events you know it's, i did that once we went up to columbus a few years ago colder than really cold <laughs> and uh I'm not really a morning person. That that kind of goes against my brain right there. You guys get up in the wee early mornings and whatnot, and you're you're hitting the water at, at uh, uh, dusk or, or first rise. And about the only thing I'm doing right there is going up, going to the bathroom, and then I go back to bed. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> I appreciate uh, it. All right, thank you. Thanks, man. All right, we're back. That was fun, wasn't that fun, Greg? It was awesome. The Tacy's are such a great family. So, so much fun to talk to. Yeah. And I know, I know I said it at the beginning of, you know, before I, I went to that where I was like, Oh, I wish I would have kept recording. Um, but yeah, he's a, he's a good guy. So if you see, if you see any of them down there on Sunday, uh, make sure you say hi and thank them for their support. We couldn't do what we're doing without our sponsors. So huge shout out to strictly sale. Um, and I, I guess that'd be a good time to also say that there's there's not going to be a way. The weigh-in is going to be Sunday, the 24th. So if you get big fish, I always struggle between saying big fish or big bass. What do you say? I say big bass. Yeah, the, we, the website says... I have to be careful because big bass and big bag sound the same. So big fish is probably the better way to say it. But Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it says that on, on here. So, all right. So we're going to away $400 to two people on day one, two people on day two. So it'll be big bag, $100, day one. Big fish, day one, $100. And then the same thing for day two, $100 for big bag, $100 for big fish. So if you don't do well on day one, and maybe you camped, maybe you didn't camp, maybe you, you already paid your entry fee, get out there on the, on the opposite lake, 
and go go get that get that catch trophy and the hundred dollars. Oh, did I mention they get trophies too? <clears throat> no, you didn't. Yeah, they get they get trophies too. So we're gonna give away. We're gonna give away. I'm I'm doing math. I'm trying to add four plus three. We're gonna give away seven trophies for this event. So first, second, third place overall get a trophy, and then the the two trophies or the two hundred dollar awards each day also get a trophy. So that's seven trophies. Um, like I said, it's that catch trophy. And then, man, I don't. I, I'm gonna need your help a little bit here too because I'm gonna mess this part up. There's a way that you can get entry into the classic yeah so so for this tournament there are actually three ways you can have the big bag on day one the big bag on day two or you can win the entire event each one of those places is going to get a classic invite granted you have to still qualify by fishing all the necessary tournaments you know however so if you go out and have a rough day one don't go home you know go out there and go get you a trophy go earn you a classic invite yeah and i know what you guys are thinking i don't know what you guys are thinking because i brains don't work like that but um probably big bag correct me if i'm wrong greg big bag day one big bag day two one of those anglers probably won the whole thing right probably yeah typically yeah yeah but you know it's it's kind of one of those things that that's typical in most tournaments the fact that we're switching lakes this year you never know you know you could have the big bag on day one go to another lake and fall flat on your face you know and or vice versa you know maybe day one's not nice to you day two is great and you turn around and now all of a sudden because of that bag you've got a top five and you might take home an extra check you don't know you know so just all I can tell guys is just fish, you know, fish the whole weekend. It's going to be beautiful out there. Um, it's a great time of year to go catch a big one. Yeah. And then this also seems like a good time to take a, take a break for you to tell us the, uh, the, if I wanted to go to strictly sale, uh, do you have the address for that? Yeah. So might as well do this now on the, on the 24th, our award ceremonies at four 30 and that's a strictly sale and kayak. Um, it's, 10766 Kenwood Road down there, Cincinnati. I believe it's in Blue Ash. Uh, it's 45242. So, uh, you know, get on down there and see the guys from Strictly Sale. And who knows, maybe somebody will leave out of there with a brand new Hobie they can look forward to getting into for the next event. Yeah, absolutely. They have um, what we just heard Steve talk about. He, it, he said they have like 400, <laughs> 400 kayaks in stock. So if it's a Hobie, Old Town, like what? I'm not going to go through all of them. I can't, I memory doesn't last that long, but all the brands that he mentioned, they have like over 400 in stock. That is crazy. You don't have to wait. You can actually pick up a kayak. Um, I know before the break, I kind of teased a little bit that we were going to talk about lines in lines out. So the good thing is to, you know, to not cause any confusion the uh, the rules for the 23rd and the 24th are going to be the same. So you, you can launch from any public access at 6 a.m., lines in, first cast, 6.30 a.m., and then we already talked about the 3 p.m. ending and the 3.30 deadline for submission. And then, like Greg just said, we're going to have the awards 
at Strictly Sale at 4.30 p.m. So where are you going to be at 4.30? I'm going to be at Strictly Sale. I'm going to be there, too, no matter where I finish. How many, uh, I know I already gave away that we're recording this on April 18th. How many people are signed up right now? Right now, there are 27 entries into the, uh, to the weekend's event. Yeah, and I like that we, we get that on record because we have a history of people sign up, you know, late, last minute. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not mad at them. I'm just stating a fact. Yeah, I'd love yeah. to see that number just balloon this week. Get out there and have just a, just a big showing. Yeah, I would like to see it at least double because I want to I wanna take home one of those trophies, and I would like to see it come with a bigger check. Of course, yeah. If you're going to win a tournament, let's win one that's got 60, 80 people in it. You. All right, man. Um, oh gosh, Greg, I think I feel like we went through all the rules. Any, anything else that, that you can think of that we, we didn't call out? Um, I know one thing this weekend, and, and most of you out there, especially if you're planning on, on fishing, you've looked too. It does look like we're going to get some some pretty decent wind this weekend. So, guys, just just be careful out there. You know, uh, know your limits, you know, have a good time, but be safe above all. Um, they're going to be guys from BKFT everywhere. If you need any help, just ask anybody. We're all willing to help. Um, and I just look forward to seeing everybody, you know, bright and early on Saturday morning. Heck yeah. And um, if you're camping, you know, make sure you hit up the, uh, the Facebook websites because they get on there and they talk about where they're camping. I know like a week out, if you're camping, you, you, probably already have all these details worked out, but even for future events, just be aware that, you know, everyone kind of gets together, they hang out. Um, I'm going to be driving back and forth both days, but uh, I know, I know a lot of people are going to be camping. So have fun with that. Um, please stay up to, uh, I'm, I'm just looking out for you guys. Stay up too late. Uh, make sure you have a, too many uh, beverages and um, don't worry about getting on, on the water early. And I hope that, I hope that the entries double. I already said that, but I feel that way. So, all right. Well, we're gonna hit some outro music here. Unless Greg has anything else. No, just um, again, guys, be sure to go on Attorney X. Look up the BKFT Cincy Lakes events. Uh, get signed up, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you this weekend. All right, everyone. That is it. And yep, I got one. Oh, I, whoa, that's a good one. As we that's leave this one. podcast, I want to thank Greg. That's Looking forward fish. to the season. And I just wanted to say, I thought Greg was going to ask me about my 21 and a half inch smallmouth that I caught, but he didn't. And we'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the podcast. See you guys next weekend. 